0: Welcome to Street Fight Radio, the number one anarcho-comedy show on any station across the nation. I am your host, Brian Quinby, and my co-host Brett is on assignment, so I have brought in a co-host, and my co-host here that you can see if you're watching is Drew Toothpaste. Uh, what's going on with you, Drew?
1: Just... Uh man trying to take care of my garden i still got pandemic brain i've been trying to get out of the house you know got vaccinated but uh still sitting around growing uh kale and shit that's what i do i mean i
0: literally don't do anything because i often forget that you can do stuff
1: i totally i'm totally out of the loop i'm uh i just realized uh that I can go to the store if I want. Just like a month ago. I'm like, I could just I could just go to the store. You can. They will let you do that. I wanna
0: go uh I wanna go do like top golf, I think is this thing I wanna try. Not that I think like I'd ever be good at golf or that I wanna play golf. I just am like, I haven't done anything in a year. I went to the movies. So I've been to the movies once. Did you? Yep. And i probably go again, I would imagine. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, Brett is out of town tonight. And instead of taking the night off like I always should when he's out of town, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come in. I'm going to take some phone calls. And I'm going to go to work. So that's what's going on. I, I do need to announce something. Uh, rest in peace to Heath O'Brien. He's dead. Now, uh, I killed him. And he's dead and buried in a hole, and he will not be back. Unless we come up with a really good idea to do another Heat O'Brien thing, which we do have ideas, so he will be back. Are you sure? Yep. Yep. <laughs> but he's dead. He's dead as a doornail. And, uh, you know what? He'll come back. I'm sure, but I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad that I got to kill him and I'm glad I don't have to do that show anymore because, um, I gave all of my, um, I think I gave all of my neuroses out there. Everybody has gotten all of my neuroses. They know exactly what's going on with me and my head. Now they know that I suck titties. They know all this stuff. And uh it just it was time to kill him and it's time to move on to a new show. And uh this week it is a F1 show with Brett and uh I can't remember who it is so that's mean that I uh didn't figure out who the co-host is with Brett on the <laughs> F1 show. So that's going to be going if I'm not in it I don't think about it. It's it's kind of how I work, you know. It's like, no, no, you're not I'm not on it. I mean, why should I think about it?
1: You gotta you gotta give that old thinker a break, man. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a muscle. You're gonna hurt yourself if you just stay on it 24-7.
0: Yeah. You can only hold so much information in your brain. And uh I did not have enough room for information. But I think what's coming up next on the uh feed on the Patreon is a show where we allow people to yell at us for things we've been unfair about. So, Ska. Oh. Um, what was it? We got Ska. We got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We got classic rock. We, some non rock related ones that I can't remember right now, but pets.
1: We're going to let oh. people yell
0: at us about our oh. anti pet stance. But, uh, are you
1: sure about that? Yep. Yep. I don't <laughs> mind.
0: Hey. I know that's an un un uh unpopular thing to have is to be like I don't like pets, but I think the way I think about it is like people people can have pets. I don't mind. I just don't like it. So, I don't have a pet,
1: you know? I'm I'm done with pets for like right right now. Right, right now, now, right now in my life, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say never. I've had some pets I've had all kinds of pets, but you know you get to take a break and then you appreciate the next time you get some little animal, right?
0: I haven't had a pet since I was eighteen, so uh i um haven't ever decided I wanted one because I've lived in apartments, I'm a renter for life, as I've said a million times. I'm not allowed to have a pet. And that's a good excuse for me not to have a pet, so I just don't have one.
1: Yeah, once you got to start justifying it to other people, you gotta you gotta get the reasons. But the the core of it is, I don't want to I don't want a pet right now, man. Yeah, I don't want to uh, I don't want to take care of an animal, and that that's all right. I took real good care of all our animals we ever had, and it's just you take a break, come back to it, you're fresh. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't like shit climbing all over me while I'm watching TV. <laughs> so once my daughter got old enough to not do that anymore, I was like, that's never happening again. And that's why I only have one kid. No more climbing. But um, uh, I'm looking at the chat, and uh, New Magic said, I'm going to come fuck you up about giving your daughter the good car. And I want to clarify the good car conversation we had. She will be driving the good car primarily. But it's still my car. I'm not giving her the car and then buying myself a junky, shitty car, you know? Yeah. But I will drive the junky, shitty car most of the time. I have always been the junky, shitty car guy. Even when anytime me and my wife had two cars, we are not a too nice car family. We are either a two shitty car family or one semi nice car and one shitty car family. We've never had two nice cars. No, that's kind of an no. impossible thing to have. So I've always just driven the shitty car because, you know, if I got to hold stuff together with duct tape and stuff or I can't drive on the freeway, I'd rather it be me that's inconvenience than somebody that I love.
1: Cool. Uh I just, I don't like driving as it is, so like having the better, having the better of two cars. Like, I just, I recently had to get rid of my station wagon, but that was, uh, that was 18 years old. Yeah. And that thing sounded like shit, like Mm -hmm. the exhaust was always falling off, and I don't care. I'd drive it around. For a while, they they kept sending me letters telling me that nobody could ride in the passenger seat because it the airbag would explode and kill them. Explode. Okay. Yes, that was like that was not the family car. That was my car. It's a driving driver only car. That that's cool though. I mean, it's like
0: a motorcycle, but with more materials on it.
1: Well, uh, my daughter used to call it the motorcycle car, and my, and my wife called it the shipmobile. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I had one that like the 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 uh, exhaust busted, and it sounded like a Harley Davidson motorcycle. And uh, we just get pulled over and get tickets all the time. And I always just wanted to scream at the cop. It's like, what about the Harley Davidsons?
1: I see these fucking <laughs> motorcycles are loud as fuck. Why can't my car be loud as fuck? That's why I got the time I left your house and I got pulled over. <laughs> yeah, by the by the suburban cop. But don't let a motherfucker. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't let a motherfucker drive a car co- a motorcycle that you can hear across town. Yeah. Fuckers, man. (laughs) Motherfuckers. So, uh, um, yeah. So that's what's going on with me. I mean, my foot, I hurt my foot. Announced that on the basement show this week. I fucked my foot up and, um, I fucked my foot up and didn't take a break from walking. So I walked 50,000 steps yesterday. That is 23 miles. And, uh, today my foot hurts so bad. It feels like, basically, it feels like what I imagine getting hit in the foot with a grenade would feel like. That's what I imagine it hurts by, hurts as much as. But, uh, I still walk today. I'm going to walk tomorrow and eventually it'll just fix itself or I will get used to walking without. Or get used to walking in pain. You know, you got the same pain for a long
1: enough time. You just adjust to it. it you just you just assume it's going to be there. When you get out of bed, your back's going to hurt, right?
0: Yeah. So I'm wearing a compression sock, which is a piece of... I don't know if it works or not, but it's like a fingerless glove socks. So it's like a sock, but then it comes... There's no front. And I have a blister on my foot from overcompensating with the way that I've been walking. And so
1: now I'm wearing a blister thing on my foot. And, uh, you know, um, you know what I, you know what I've been doing lately? I got, uh, I, I get tendonitis in my arms and I got some of that, uh, weed cream i got weed lotion yeah i use that and uh they're like no use as much as you want you are not gonna feel it but what i did is i rubbed it on my arm like right where you can see all the veins it, go- it goes right into your veins man yeah yeah <laughs> it definitely it definitely is it. is active
0: hey jason is my mic working
1: yeah okay
0: yeah uh scuzz monkey my mic is working it is on, so maybe I just sound like shit because I keep leaning away from it or something. I don't know. I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, man. Uh, compression. First of all, yes, he's dead. Heat O'Brien's dead. Compression cock sock is not anything, okay. Um, also, I don't think it's gonna get worse. Is is my issue, right? Like my my uh, foot. Yeah. Because again. I mean what's down there to get fucked up it's probably just sore bones in there that's I'm just thinking it's sore bones and everything's going to yeah. be okay
1: it's just the, it's just those tendons you walked on it for all your life i'm yeah. sure it'll i'm sure it'll be fine
0: yeah you got to drink milk i'll probably drink milk you know do people still do that do they drink milk i guess they do my wife sprained her ankle yeah it's been hurting her real bad lately and, uh, she went to the doctor and the doctor was like, wow, well, it just takes time for something like that to heal. And, uh, I was like, um, okay. And the doctor didn't do anything. And then she called her mom and her mom was like, you know what? You should drink green tea. And I just laughed my ass off because I was like, green tea is not going to help the pain in your leg foot. It's just not going to go away from green tea. But my wife's side of the family, they're all about like, you get the flu, you take lemongrass. Oh, yeah. Situations and stuff like that. Yeah. So they, uh, they don't, they don't fix anything. They don't go to the doctor. They just fucking will be like, I'm going to rub a little bit of a uh, salami on my foot and it'll probably, the pain will go away. I heard that somewhere. So. I'm getting yelled at for not picking up calls yet. Buddy, you called in too early. I usually don't pick up calls until we've been talking for like 30 minutes, you know? So you're just gonna have to hold off, baby. <laughs> I'll get on the calls in just a minute. Don't you people worry about a thing. I'm trying to tell everybody about how good my, my weekend's been where I hurt my, uh, foot. And, uh, also, um, I feel a little dizzy. Right now, but I just drank Kratom and, you know, uh, uh, let's, uh, I guess let's take the calls, you know? Hey, if you guys want to yell at us for not taking calls, that's fine. That just means we'll end the show early. That's all it means. (laughs) We'll be home watching TV before you fucking know it. Now let's get the callers on. Let's talk to some, let's talk to the people. Thank you. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
2: Hey, it's me, right? Uh, well, yeah, of course it is, right? It is you. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's Ryan down the road, Cincinnati, just well, down the road away. Yeah, that's Drew's from Cincinnati. Uh, Drew, yeah. Cin-
0: cin- they call it Cincinnati. Are you C- really? Really?
1: Yeah. yeah, the nasty natty, baby. I just down there last week. I didn't know that. I've okay. been here. so
2: it's interesting that you're you're co-hosting i never thought i would be talking to uh the famous drew uh, yeah i'm listening to like crud bum since college uh
0: <laughs> nice. hell yeah man we uh uh i uh, haven't been to cincinnati since uh we did that show with the trillbillies down there we we did a secret guest spot on a show with the trillbillies and like uh it was at this yacht club place is that place still there Yacht Club? Was it on the river? No, it wasn't. It, was was actually <laughs> <a yacht club. laughs> it wasn't actually a yacht club. I think it's called the Cincinnati Yacht Club or something. It was fun. We had a hell of a time. I have actually, actually not club. heard of that. I'd I have to look it up. Wow, but, uh, okay. Well, i will going to
2: tell it. a joke about how, how I wanted to plug my podcast, but Brett's not on, so I figured it wouldn't hit.
0: Um, yeah, so I, I won't yell at you. you. I'm sorry. I'm too <laughs> I'm too nice to uh, uh, not yell at you. Woof. He he was a little it, Brett was a little frisky last week. I don't know what happened. To him. I sup I supported it. You know, I supported
2: it. Uh, you it, know, was, I it was long, it was long. It was just I was. A, I was uh, I'm glad. I'm glad he ended the show the way he did.
0: Uh, longest plug so ever. Too a, longest longest plug
1: yeah. I've ever heard for a podcast. <laughs> really, God. it did feel like it. Uh, yeah,
0: a guy called in, and started talking about the constitution.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> oh man, yeah. and that's the thing. A podcast like just how we we just gotta go ahead. I'm just saying a podcast is just an Earl, man. I could, I could plug a podcast in like 2.5 seconds. I just, that's how I I get the Earl out and get it over with, man. And you don't,
0: you don't want to say, you don't want to talk about the pop, the constitution on a show that roundly rejects the constitution. You know, it's like, (laughs) that's not going to help. I would have just been like, I got this podcast, Mm -hmm. you know, it's got some constitution information.
2: <laughs> Brian was like trying to be nice, you know. He's like, "Oh, that sounds like uh, that's an amendment I would like is, you know, weed or whatever." And the guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, you know, we can pass whatever, whatever." I, I don't know, man, but um,
0: oh, he's a sweet guy. Podcast, yeah, the, yeah, yeah,
2: no, the not mad Yeah, I, I, he's fine. I don't wanna, yeah, you know. yeah, It was but just it I, you know what like the, the audience
0: is like. What are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, you know what happened last week was like I felt like we were on fire. For like an hour and a half And then that plug happened And it was like oh uh, For two and a half hours And then that plug happened And it slowed things down a little bit But it was fine You know if you want to call in and plug Just say like Listen to my podcast It's called Constitutional And Tricks and tips <laughs> <laughs> <It's funny. laughs>
2: pay, 200, pay $200 as well Right you know right Well, right well no if here. you just
0: uh, If you just do two seconds I mean, because like, I, you know, I'm real bad about this because I don't ask. But like, if you're calling in and you want to bring up your Twitter or something like that, I'm fucking totally okay with that. Like, like, you should. If you're trying to promote, promote. But, uh, uh, it's fine. That's what a call in show, part of the, Part of what a call-in show is is promotion, right? So so uh yeah, don't get don't hey, you call in and do all the promotion you want this week. The the cat is away, the mice will play is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's going on
2: tonight? Yeah, and I'm not not shit not anybody. But anyway, uh so what was I going to say? Shit. Um uh so okay. I got a landlord kind of story for you. Let's hear it's it. A weird one. It's not what you might think it is. So Oh. No, Um, are you going to sound
0: like me? The worst, the worst person on the planet is me because like I do this show that like is supposed to have some Marxism and some anarchism in it. And then I, anytime I talk about my landlord, I'm like. He does this, he does this, he does this. But you know what? He's a good fella. You know, I kind of <laughs> like the guy. I don't want to kill him
2: No, no. No, no. Mine hates bidets, too. I can guarantee that. So I, I still have not disclosed that I have one to him. Because I know I, if I do, he's going to tell me to take it out. But
0: I think that, I think there's a... Listen, here's what I think. I think there's a landlord message board where they get mad about bidets. Is what I'm starting to think. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah, because there's so many people. When I posted that on Twitter about the bidet, so many people responded to me. It was like, "Hey, my landlord said the same thing." I'm like, "Some landlord, because I found a I found that out that landlords hate those pools. Uh, the kitty, the kitty like pools, the,
1: the, like the
2: the Intex in- ones or what?
0: Yeah, the Intex ones, the, the inflatable ones. Are, yeah, yeah, they're kind of almost like a permanent pool, but not really. Like, they hate those pools. And they'll put it in a lease you can't have one, and they mm-hmm. think it
1: ruins their basement
0: or something like that. I don't really even know so what did mad about. it. Did, yeah. your,
1: did your landlord tell you you couldn't have a bidet? No. He, it's funnier than
0: that. He uh, <laughs> um, he made a, a, a separate contract with my lease saying that I'm responsible for anything that happens because of the bidet. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, all this happening, <laughs> buddy, all that's happening is my asshole's clean as a whistle.
1: What's <laughs> happening here? <laughs> Sorry, I don't. Get I to can't. Y'all, you, you got a writer in your lease? Yes, for an your extra lease. That I have, so I'm <laughs> Separate. That's good. At least
2: you got a key, but I, I can. I mean, I can confirm that the bidet is the reason why we didn't have to get toilet paper through like the entire pandemic during 2020. So uh, yeah, that was. Highly recommend getting one if you don't have one. <laughs> it's wonderful. But, uh, um, I don't quite know how to. Okay. So, our oven, I, I bake quite a bit, right? So, I, uh, was getting ready to put some, like, bread in and the oven dies. So, I call him and he's like, Oh, no, your oven's dead, whatever. So, do you want a new one or do you want to fix it? And he was giving me all these options and he's like, You can come to my house and bake the bread. And I was like, That's kind of weird. I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> uh, so, long story short, I guess, like, no, dude, I'm not going to do that. Is he so, close? Uh, he, uh, I have no idea where he lives.
0: Oh, okay. Because like I, I, if he was next door, I'd be like, "Well, I already did all the bread work, you know." But I'm not gonna throw an unmade loaf of bread in my car and drive it somewhere.
1: <laughs> I would do. I would do walking I, I distance. Yeah. I think he's some distance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, uh,
2: um, when it came down to it, he he was like giving me the option of whether I wanted to, because the repair was like three quarters of the cost of the new oven he's like, is it an inconvenience to you? Like, should we just replace the part and you have it sooner or you wait for the new oven? And I was like, well, I mean, I want a new oven in my in my house. So he was he's making like decisions like that you would make if you actually owned the home, which he does. Right. But I feel like most landlords are like, well, fuck it. Fix it right now for $200 and we can just keep running with the stove. So I I've never had a landlord that's been this like nice, I guess. I don't know how to. I don't know what my point is here. I'm not saying, Hey, not all landlords, but like what, what is, is it, (laughs) what is the proper response to this?
0: I don't ever know. Is My question. I, I mean, so he got you the oven
2: yeah so we got a brand new like gas range it's works great oh, but he, I, he made the decision that like made more sense from a long-term perspective because like if he's gonna have more tenants you want a new you want new appliances like don't spend 80 percent of a new stove to fix the old one right because it's gonna break some other way a
0: month later agreed even though agreed. it might be cheaper now wait a minute hold you on know? a second I mean, that's what
2: i would do if i owned it right? hold
0: on a second i'm channeling brett hey don't call into this fucking okay. show defending landlords <laughs> Okay, that's not what we fucking do here. (laughs) I mean, look, it stands to reason, we've talked about this, I I mean, Landlord is a really fucking odd thing, because like, I think people do. You do grow accustomed to your landlord, and sometimes you build a relationship with them, even if you don't like them. I said this. La- I I think I said this on the uh, basement show. But I have relatives that are cops, and I don't fucking scream a cab. I have one relative that is a cop, and I don't scream a cab at her when I see her. But I I don't like her, and I, if there came to be a war. Between cops and people like me, I mean, you know, I, I'm not you, on her
3: side. You
1: She's- gotta, yeah, if the if the rubber hits the road, I mean, you know which side you're on, but if if nothing's happening, you can just, you can just let it go. Like, there's yeah. nothing, there's no reason to feel guilty if you have a good landlord. It could, it could it's be just like a
0: like, polite cold I- war in a way, where you're like, hey, you know, anything can happen. You know, because you do need to understand that if your tub gets clogged, then he's going to be mad when he has to come over to unclog the tub, and then, like, he's going to be your enemy again. That's what happens with me. It's like, my landlord will come over and do some shit where you're like, thank you. Thank you so much for fixing that. And then the next time he comes over, my tub clogs every three months. Yeah. Basically. And every time he comes over, he blames us for it. Every time, no matter what he pulls, no matter what he pulls out of that drain, dude, he put all hair. He, he pulls <laughs> hair out of that fucking drain, guys. And he is like, there's a lot of hair down there. And it's like, well, I got hair. So there's an issue. Like, people live here. I don't know. Yeah. People have hair. Do you want us all to just shave? And if we, if, listen, if I shave. When I shave, because I do shave. When I shave, the hair clogs up the drain from shaving my short hair. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. shave hardly mm. at all. It that that fucking much hair, you know? Yeah. And, and it's just like it shouldn't clog because a hair, hair should be able to just run through that drain.
1: But um. Well, I mean, you can have, and that's the thing is that. The guy made it. The guy made a decision that makes sense for him. Cause obviously instead of fixing a 10 year old stove or whatever, you want to get a fresh new one. But then you're going to, you're going to get some kind of shit. Like there's going to be roots in your sewer drain. And I had a landlord that was fine. He was fine for a long time. We got roots in the sewer drain. Sewage started backing up. We had liquid shit in the basement. And I was like, I think this is, I think this is you, man. I think this is a you thing, the shit in the basement, man, because it's not my shit. <clears throat> I mean like it's probably part of it's uh-huh. my shit, but you know. Uh and well, he not was everybody's too at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the, the shit of the commons, man.
0: Yeah, you who you who tube in the chat said hair catcher. Dude, we have tried every single So we we did have a little screen that went over the drain that would catch the hair and then you just had to wipe it off disgusting but it's just gross as fuck it's just sticking around with fucking hair it's like can we invent something that like vaporizes the hair as soon as it touches the thing that's an invention i came up with as soon as your hair touches the tub it vaporizes the hair but it doesn't vaporize your feet i came up with that right that's that down. that's good that's yeah, good I know. yeah i know all right but but uh so we got it and then he came over one. T- the tub it still kept clogging, right? So he comes over one time and he takes this thing, and he he screws it on. It's like it's like a thing that's sticking out a little bit and up that the water can just go down into the drain. Nothing big could fit under it, right? It's it's like this high above the drain. It's like a mushroom shaped thing, right? Yeah. So he puts that in there, screws it in. Okay, my wife was cleaning the tub last week and took that thing off. I cannot tell you why she would do such a thing. It was, I asked her and she said, I'm trying to clean the sides of it. And I said, just, I got to tell you, the second you removed that, that is going to be the reason the tub clogged. No matter what. He finds in that drain, he is going to say, I don't want you taking that thing off. That's probably why it clogged. It was off for 10 minutes. She's cleaning a tub, dude. It was just water going down the drain. And, uh, I got home last week and it was clogged. I, I had to take, I'm going to say something. I am pro sex worker and everything, but my, uh, uh, my wife calls it a horse bath is what it's called. And it's
1: taking a shower without taking a shower. And uh um that's when you get the water from the sink and you kind of wipe off. Oh dude. That's I'll what they you. called it where I was from, too. I'll tell you what I did. So I use Castile.
0: Is that what you're soap. talking
1: about? Yeah,
0: I used I the so sink? basically okay. how mine worked last week was uh I have Castile soap in the big the Dr. Bronner's project. Oh, yeah. Castile soap in a big container and one of those puffy gimmicks, right?
1: Yeah scrubbies, yeah.
0: And so what I did was I got the I got the sink super hot. I I put the Castile soap on the scrubby, and I got bubbles. You know what I mean? Oh my god! Somebody in chat said my mom called that a homeless shower. I was like, is there like an unproblematic wow. way to bring up? I've, I've heard it called. I've heard it called a uh, Catholic. Okay, a cat
1: slick. Uh, We're gonna
0: start calling it a cat
1: slick. <laughs> that is, that is the. That's probably a little better. Oh, bird,
0: bird bath.
1: Jason said bird. Bath. Bird bath is good. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So anyway, I I got so I got soap. I got it, uh, uh, you know, bubbly. Yeah. Whatever, lathered yeah. up, put all over my body, all over my fucking body, and then I tried to wipe it all off. Oh, couldn't get it all done without making a huge mess
1: in the bathroom. Oh, no, that Dr. Bronner's, man, that stuff is so concentrated. Like, you get a little bit of that on. You're, like, washing off. You're still bubbling up five minutes later, man.
0: So then I started smelling my hands, and they smelled super like the soap, but it's lavender. And, like, I wasn't into the smell. It was too much of the soap. Like, it hadn't been rinsed off. No, yeah. So, I was like, oh, I don't like the smell. So, then I did it all again. (laughs) Got it all set up. (laughs) Yeah. Got in the tub. Quickly turned the water on. Got it all off me. Turned the water back off. Had it on cold just to encourage me to get the fuck out of the tub. Yeah. Still smelled bad. And uh, I basically just gave up and then waited until the next day. I have to shower at the end of the day because I walk, again, 20 miles a day outside. You're sweaty. And uh it's just too much. It's too fucking much. So I took a shower after the show last week standing in Chemicals. From cleaning the tub because Yo. she was cleaning the tub yeah. when it clung. Yeah. So it had the chemicals that she used to clean the tub in the water. I could smell them coming up and, and like the water had only gotten like close to the drain. It was only like a, a quarter of the way out. So I stand all the way in the back of the tub, but man, I, it, it was miserable. But then he came in the next day. He uh, snaked the drain and then said, please don't ever try to snake the drain again because we have a drain snake. He told us, the the dude told us to buy a snake.
1: And then he told you not to use it. And then
0: he told us how to use it. Oh, he did. He told us how to use it. And he I bought it with my own money, dude. I bought the snake. So the last time we tried to do it, The pipes were so rusted that it broke through the pipe and it started leaking into my dining room. Yeah. And he blamed that on us.
1: Not the pipe. Not the pipe that's been there for fucking 70 years, right? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He said.
0: (laughs) he's So when Katie tried to snake it last week while I was here doing the show, when he was after he finished, he was like, I'd rather you try not to snake it, cause the last time you did it, it, it broke a hole in the pipe. And I'm like, Bro <laughs> <laughs> like, the, You shouldn't be able to bust a hole in a fucking pipe with a snake that's made to go down in a pipe. It should be I don't know how weak it has to be paper thin for that to happen. So yeah, we got in trouble for we got in trouble for it, and it was just but we're fine. They don't charge you for it. It's just like a lecture. But you like you hate to be like forty one <laughs> and forty two and get a lecture from somebody. Just the way the you way know, they
1: do your do your penance. Yeah. The way they talk to you, they it's like they think you're, they're your parents, and that's why the landlord shit sucks. Because your parents, if you get lucky, your parents will do nice shit for you. Yeah. Right. If you get lucky and you get good parents, your parents might fucking pay for you to do shit. They might buy you shit, right? But if you're unlucky, you get shitty parents. Your parents everything you do is your fault, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the thing is is that I think these fucking landlords get primed. I think they go on landlord message boards that we don't have access to. I think they have a version of Reddit that's just for landlords. I've seen it.
0: I have a picture of a guy that's a landlord. Does it exist? I've been because I found out sure about though. my wife wanted one of the pools in the first month of the pandemic, and uh, I said no, and she's like, "Who the fuck are you to tell me no?" First of all? <laughs> Which the point. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't asking; she was saying, "I want to buy one." I was like, "Just don't, don't buy it because there's no way they're gonna be cool with us having it." So, you will have spent the money and got it, and they're not going to be cool with us having it. So, then I Googled and screen capped a bunch of different landlords saying, you know, I drive by and I see them and I go knock on the door and I put a notice on the door and all this shit. So, uh, uh that came up again. I think this I remember you, you,
2: telling telling that story because there was somebody whose neighbor who had one but the landlord like installed a fence so that he couldn't go over to her property anymore or something like that or called the police on her or some
0: shit I remember that I tell yeah the landlord so the guy bought one the landlord came and yelled at him he moved it over to his cool neighbor's house. And then the landlord yelled at the cool neighbor, too. <laughs> yeah,
4: the neighbor owned the house. It's like, how you going to fucking yell at
1: this? Because that's, that's the thing. If you're a fucking landlord, you get it in your head that you are the dad. You're yeah. like the dad of society, and you're yeah. just sick of everybody taking advantage of dad.
0: That's the problem, though, is because you can... The difference between a landlord and your parents is that, like... <laughs> once you're 20, you can tell your parents to fucking cram it. You know, <laughs> you can say, Hey, fuck you. You're not my boss, but landlord, you can't really ever do that because then you lose mm-hmm. your place. They have more over you than your
1: parents do. They, Absolutely. They yeah. pretty
0: much turn into your parents once you move out of the house. Yes. You have parents in the house yes. and then kick you out. And, uh, um, they can kick you out and you're worried because you're like, I don't want to get kicked out of my parents' house. But then you leave your parents' house, you get yourself a nice place, you got this landlord, the landlord turns into your parents. They can kick you out.
1: <laughs> Telling you what, you what you can and can't do in your bathroom. Yeah. When they're I, not there. I even feel bad
0: sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, my landlord was really cool when I couldn't afford rent. A few times was like super. I mean, still maybe me pay it with like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a big. That's a big asterisk. Yeah. <laughs> super cool
5: though. <laughs> he, he gave me
2: time
0: at least. Yeah, you know? but um. He didn't just kick you out on the street immediately. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes he just. I I just think he, you know, it's a cheap... It, it's an apartment that I've been in for twelve years that hasn't had a single update, so like if you live in a place for 12 years chances are it's gonna need a few you know a few little things maybe check the hvac system uh the oven could maybe stand to be looked at because my oven sucks too man so bad it's an electric one and it you know what sucks about my oven is that it only has one of the big coils and three of the what? little tiny ones? Oh.
1: I don't even think that's legal, man. I know. <laughs> you need two <laughs> you need two big ones, yeah.
0: I don't know how they even found a, a stove. That has three of the little ones.
1: <laughs> that's the thing. A landlord will make a special trip and pay more to fuck you right. out of a big burner, man. They would. That is one hundred percent. Or something to pick this up off Craigslist. Just they, Hey, man, you're in Cincinnati. You know the Kentucky game. You cross that bridge. You go oh down I there. Know, man, yep. You do your dirty work. You come back across the river. That's that's straight landlord <laughs> shit. They love it.
0: My stove got to be a thirty five dollar yeah. stove. There's no exhaust fan in my house, which. I don't know. I grew up in a house with exhaust fans, and I didn't realize how much. Because here's something. I don't have a dishwasher, but I don't care because I haven't had a dishwasher in two decades. Like, I haven't had a dishwasher since I was, like, 23, maybe. So, it would have been 19 years ago. So, like, I'm not missing a dishwasher. I don't give a fuck. About a dishwasher. I just do them by hand. It's fine. I, I can handle it. Um, and me and my wife and me and my wife are really good about doing them too. We don't like leave a lot of dishes in the sink. They get, they, we do them two, three times a day. So they get done. But, uh, but, um, the, the oven, the refrigerator is, I mean, As small as it can be, without it being a mini fridge, it's 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 a small boy. Yeah. And the uh, oven is it. It had to be forty five dollars. That's my guess (laughs) for the price of that oven is forty five dollars. I would do better with a Coleman camping stove in my kitchen. (laughs) It's a piece of shit, is what I'm saying. So probably
2: against your lease to do that.
0: (laughs) Oh, dude. I mean, my lease has gotten to the point, like, over 12 years, they just add new stuff every
1: year for, like, my habits. They give you punishments in your lease? Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For my habits, you know? It's like... uh, it's like, uh oh, this year, one of the changes we're making is that, like, you're not allowed to have an ashtray with cigarette butts in it outside. You got to figure out how to make those disappear or something. That's not in it. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every yeah. year, it's yeah. like they see something we do. But I, maybe, like, you have backyard furniture, but you have to move, you're allowed to have it, but you have to move it before we mow every week. Yeah. So you have to move it would be the thing. I'll bet you that shows up next
2: year. It's a good thing. It's it's just a good thing that you probably have say in what got added to the lease, right? And he discusses it with you and figures out like, hey, what can we change to make it better for you, right? And he doesn't just add that by himself.
0: Well, he (coughs) does And, and here's the other here's the other thing about it is like they know so they know what the goal was with this apartment. So it's like you know, you really want somebody who's going to stick around a lot of times if mm-hmm. you're not going to want to do updates mm-hmm. to the place. And they knew we were going to be there until my daughter graduated high school. So they know they, they got us for two years. Like we're, we can't afford to move to a different na- house in that neighborhood. Oh, yeah. In no motherfucking way then I can afford to stay in a different place in that neighborhood. So I'm just there for two more years. But again, I'm yelling about this guy, but I kind of think I, I mean, he's like cool, except for like some of the, like when I gave him Kratom
5: (laughs) and then he, called.
0: (laughs) I gave him Kratom and then he called the Kratom guy. That I ordered like I gave him the web address for the thing and he took too much and he got sick and was barfing. So he got on their help page and got the guy's phone number and called him up on the phone and asked him if the Kratom was poison. <laughs> and I was like, dude, you're making me look lame in front of the Kratom guy. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta it's like when when you go out to dinner with your parents and then you gotta leave a little extra tip you gotta you gotta call the kratom guy afterwards and be like, look, that was my landlord <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You> <laughs> apologize for you
0: know. him yeah it was I, weird
2: i won't wanna let you guys go but All right. I, I think in my situation uh he's he's uh he's making good business decisions and that's probably the bottom line and I guess yeah he doesn't uh, care probably about not you. the same as yeah you know,
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: cautiously optimistic, so that's good. Um, alright. Hey, thanks. Have a good night. I know you guys are getting
0: other calls, so, uh, yeah. have a good show. Keep listening. Have a good night. Cool. See you guys. Right. You gotta hit twice to drop the call. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My landlord's wild, but. You know, what are you going to do, man? It's like you don't get to pick your landlord, unfortunately. I know people are like, I'm sure landlords are like, well, you know, you're kind of interviewing me. Right. As I <laughs> kind of interview you, but that's not true. You no, know, you, you walk don't. You into a place yeah. and you just look at it and you're like, well, I want to move here. And then they got all the power from then on.
1: <laughs> I mean, the fact that you show up, like if they grabbed you off the street and they're like, hey, do you want to live in my place? And you're like, I don't know. You're going to have to sell me on it. That has never happened. No. That has never happened that way.
0: No, absolutely not. Let's see uh, who this next call is. Oh, this takes for hey, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
6: Howdy, my name's Jerry. How's it going, How's it going, fellas?
0: How's it going, Jerry? Are you are this you driving?
6: Hello?
0: Yeah, you're What's here. up, Jerry? Did you uh uh skid out? Yeah. Are you driving?
6: Huh? Are you driving? I- I'm using my Bluetooth there Maybe I should take this off.
0: Yeah, it sounded like you were skidding out and wrecking when you first called and I was like, yikes, I think he's dying. <laughs> I think we just heard a guy die. Uh, I'm, not,
6: I'm not skating. I just checked my the Bluetooth there, but off.
0: Oh, what's up, Jerry? I'm out in
6: the street in New York and it's just, you know, it's kind of noisy out here. <laughs> it
0: always is. It always is. What's going on tonight?
6: Oh nothing. I'm waiting to go to an open mic, and I'm just calling your show and how's it going with people.
5: I'm sorry. What was that?
6: I'm I'm waiting to go to this go to this open mic, and I'm just calling your show to see what's going on.
0: Oh, you know, we're just hanging out, taking phone calls.
6: You know, chilling out. What are you
0: doing? Are you doing comedy or are you doing? Uh, um...
6: Yeah, I'm doing some comedy. Sometimes I go up and play like music. But I, I like doing the comedy, like telling stories and stuff, and being silly. I like being silly. I like the idea of performing. That's all fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How long you been doing?
6: Oh yeah. Uh, too long. <laughs> Maybe seven, eight years. Playing music and, and perform, and you know, being a performer for seven years ish. Yeah. And the,
0: and the crowds are coming back.
6: Some crowds are coming back. Yeah. 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 I, I I talked to some people and they said they never stopped doing open mics. And I'm like, what what a freak. <laughs> I don't get it. You you gotta go away. Yeah, you should have went away for eighteen months, bud. But, yeah. you know, I'm in the same place.
0: I haven't done stand. I haven't done any comedy in, in since February of twenty twenty. Right. So I'm pretty excited. We we do have a gig in Sam, in Pittsburgh uh September sixteenth. So I will be doing comedy very not so cool nice and i think so one in are you to go to new
6: york at all or are close to new york
0: i want we want to um it's about figuring it out we actually owe new york a show and but
6: it yeah, has okay.
0: it has to fit in with unfortunately it has to fit in with philly providence portland maine and boston because we also owe them a show okay so putting that tour together is going to be a little bit harder, but I think we can get it. I mean, the venue we do in New York really likes us. So I, I, I'm sure we will be there before the end of this year. And before the winter, because that's I'm not the going to New York when it's cold.
1: Yeah, that's the hardest thing is to find a, a venue that doesn't uh, schedule a band to play right after you <laughs> or some shit. That's <laughs> true. Yeah,
0: the venue we do in New York is really cool. They hold the night for us. They've actually <laughs> moved people to another night. For wow, that were previously <laughs> scheduled. Nice. Yeah, they like us. They they are uh, they're good eggs at Littlefield. <laughs> so if you know of a show at Littlefield, you should check it out.
6: Yeah, let it feel as cool as shit. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of their shows there. Yeah. Hey, Brett, uh, have you been listening to Opie's radio show <laughs> on I, YouTube? I haven't. It's so yet. fucking bad, dude. I can't wait. It's so fucking bad.
0: i got to get back into Opie radio. It's been a while, but I'm about to move to uh, – <laughs> I'm about to get started on the Opie radio show and Cow's Microaggressions this week, I think. Yeah, time. So, yeah, I got to get started on that.
6: They talked over the shark are great.
0: Yeah, I got to get started on that. I'm waiting a little longer this year, partly because, like, I already have way more of a working knowledge of these guys than I did for the last two years. Like, I I have, like, built yeah. up. And uh, so I'm getting ready to start listening to The Grease Man. Which is, I don't know if anybody <laughs> knows Grease Man, but uh, yes. he is uh, a, racist, yeah, he's a racist guy that uh, <laughs> makes noises with his mouth and does characters. I'm doing him this year. Oh, Terrificed my God. Being,
6: yeah.
0: Oh, he's so bad. He said some really racist <laughs> shit. So... Yes, he yes. Where are you doing stand-up? How do
6: you do radio sh- shit at your um, Chuck Hilbert lineup?
0: Yeah, Grease Man this year, and... um god there was somebody i think uh, so i am doing Grease Man this year and then the other idea i have i got to talk to chris about it and stuff the other idea i ha- oh ron and fez ron and fez my favorite show of all yes. time yes and uh like i love that
6: hey, show. dude i was i was on that show really uh, i was on the vanity show they they um let a bunch of old micers on stage and uh they had some comics that critique the open micers, and I was one of those. Uh, How'd you do? It was it was weird. We, um, not so hot, but you know, the, the people like it. Uh, 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 we did it at the Hunter Rock Cafe, you and, know, and, um, you know, times Square. It was a trip, dude. I loved it. Yeah,
0: Bennington, Ron Bennington's my hero, man. He is just—I can't think of a funnier guy on this planet, really. Like he,
6: absolute sweetheart. Yeah,
0: he's the best. He is totally the best. Well, Jerry, we got to get these other calls. Thank you for calling in. And uh, I'll start announcing Shocktober uh, stuff very soon. It, buddy.
1: All right. Thanks, man. Peace.
6: Peace. Uh, one more question. Who, who, oh. who's, who's the substitute? Who, who's, who's the co host next year? I, I forget his name. I'm sorry. It's, it's Drew it's Toothpaste.
1: It's me. It's Drew Toothpaste, man. Drew
6: Toothpaste?
1: Drew Toothpaste. Yep. It's Six. Drew Week
6: it is Peace.
0: yeah it's Drew Week Drew Spears is co-hosting with me on
1: Wednesday Drew Week I saw that I love it man night of the Drews (laughs) that's like uh I, I started on Twitter I realized I had like five people I talked to on there named like Andrew or Andy or Drew so I started a group chat and I added them all and uh that's why I found out Twitter had a limit of 50 people cuz I was like, "Hey, if your name's Andrew, and that's like the eighth most common name or some shit like that." <laughs> so, uh, I immediately got like 100 requests and I added people, and it was just chaos, and then everybody I knew left, and then people were like, "Can we add more people?" And I was like, "Do whatever the fuck you want, man. I'm actually leaving." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it it was it was good. I like I like the idea of Drew Week, man. That's like I ought to start doing Drew week at my house.
0: <laughs> well, we, uh, uh, just had Simone Norman on Heat O'Brien Unleashed and she was one of the writers on our TV show. And Drew Spears is the other writer. Yep. There were four of us that wrote the show and he's the other writer. So I was like, hell, let's have them both on in, in roughly the same period of time so that they can, uh, so that, you know, People can get to know them because they're going to be around for a while. They ain't going anywhere. Uh, uh, they're part of the family now. Awesome. Yeah. So I just wanted to uh, have them on. Have them both on. Here we go. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
7: Hey, what up? Brian. Footpane. And this is your toothpaste. It's Slinky, uh, formerly of Florida. Called in a couple times from Florida. Currently in The uh, questionable state of Alabama. How are y'all
0: doing? Oh, dude, Alabama. I want to go there because, but we couldn't find a gig. Ask why (laughs) I wanted to perform in Birmingham. I like those Southern cities and I wanted to perform a show in Birmingham, but like the, the coolest venue there has a weird membership system of some sort. And I think we just had trouble oh, yeah, figuring the it nick.
1: out. Are you talking about the Nick? The Nick, yes. It what kind of is it like eyes wide yeah. shut?
0: No, you j ju- I think you just I don't it's know not why. That cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but you have to pay a membership fee to get in and drink and then you pay for the ticket, but uh, it was the membership fee is like nothing. It's yeah, it was. I I don't know if it was five dollars or ninety nine cents. It was one yeah, of the two, a, so it didn't matter.
7: It's like five bucks, but it is kind of weird. I, I understand that from a booking perspective. I don't mean to shit on Alabama. I mean there's good people, but just you know, systemic stuff is uh you know a very big prevalent problem as is everywhere in the United States.
5: True,
6: true.
7: Uh, yeah, it's but I bad just want to talk about. Um, you know, real quick, circle back to landlord stuff. I, and uh, that first call in, it's not that like, it's not never about like your specific landlord. It's just that like, all of us are just one bad landlord or two bad landlords away from like being homeless or just like fucked over is like, right. r- it's just an imbalance of a power relationship. Like I just got fucking, I mean, I called last year about unemployment in Florida and all that crazy stuff. And I just got like at the end of COVID, I got evicted by like a cop landlord of all people. You know, that's why I'm up here in Alabama. I had to move back in with my parents at, uh, the ripe age of 27. Um, just cause of, cause all these landlords are just gentrifying everything, especially in Florida. You know, everybody's in this passive income idea and, uh, they want to retire at the age of 45 or 55, you know, and just leech off the rest of us. And, you know, it's just impossible for, Everybody to be a landlord and everybody to have passive income—it's just like not possible. Right. Um, and Florida so, I don't and know. Texas. It's not about feeling guilty about your specific landlord. Go ahead.
0: Florida and Texas seem like two places that are going to get pretty rough over the next few years because you know everybody they from California are, is man. moving to Austin and to Florida because they didn't have rules. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have COVID
1: rules, so
6: That's they were like, sad. "I gotta move." On.
0: Man,
1: I
6: mean, that that shit sucks. Yeah. It's like an
7: anarcho-capitalist state. It's seriously like the anarcho-capitalist state. If you're an anarcho-capitalist, go to Florida, and I will go wherever you left. That's yeah. the deal I'll make you.
0: Yeah. Are you trying to get back to Florida, or are you looking to go somewhere else?
7: No. No. So I'm I'm hoping to go northeast um, because I'm tired of climate change too. I mean, let me tell you. Holy fuck, the hurricane seasons and stuff. I just, you know, I've, I lived in Florida for 25 years, but it just doesn't, it's just not getting any better as far as, between all the government stuff um, and the hurricanes. It's just like no one gave a fuck the last time we got hit by a hurricane just because there's so much climate damage right now. It's, it, you know, nobody just did anything for us. It was ridiculous. Not that, you know, I did mutual aid stuff and me and my friends and comrades did mutual aid stuff, but I mean- you can only do so much when the people in charge aren't doing shit for you. You know?
0: Yeah, moving somewhere
7: that so gets I'm hoping cold. That maybe you get somewhere north than you
0: Moving somewhere that gets cold is a huge mistake though, I have to tell you. <laughs>
7: yeah. You, if you're not no, trust me, I went from Florida. I did Florida and then the other year I did I went in Wyoming and worked in Wyoming for a bit. And I went from Florida to like fucking like, you know, negative 20 temperatures in october and i was like no never doing this but that's probably
1: extreme you know something in between there what's worse than the cold is just the gray it's like oppressive it is it's in a lot of places i know it's it happens in the plain states i know it happens up here in in columbus and the midwest and the rust belt whatever you want to call it but the gray—it's like you never get a full sunny day for like three or four months. And like this year, I like I like a lot of people. I planted some seeds. I saved like some seeds of vegetables I bought, and I planted them. And I was like, "That was fun. I'm going to have a garden this year." And uh, I couldn't put stuff outside until like May 18th or something this year.
0: Jeez, yeah, it was. It got it stayed cold an extra long time. It stunk. It stinks. I hate the winter time. I, I I would stay in Florida, but I understand where you're coming from. There's a lot of natural disasters there, and that probably is a blind well, spot for me.
7: It's gonna get warmer up there soon enough. You know, hopefully it'll be nice and sunny in Ohio in a couple decades. All the time,
6: we'll
1: <laughs> I don't but know. we yeah we don't have anything. We don't have earthquakes here. We're like exactly 600 feet above sea level. We don't have. Uh, We don't have a ton of flooding. We don't have, uh, we get a tornado through every now and then. We don't get hurricanes. So uh, that's why everybody in Ohio wants to move to Florida when they retire. Everybody's parents or uncles or grandparents is like, I can't wait to move to Florida because we've never seen a fucking natural disaster. It's the coward state. I'm
0: so. I so believe that like if your ancestors moved here, it was because they were cowards and they were like, well, nothing happens there. It's just generally uncomfortable all the time, that's all, you know, but we don't have to worry about it. Maybe, maybe
7: I'm a coward now. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I'm a coward now for looking up there, but that's okay with me. I've done my Florida man shit and I am just like a okay with just leaving it all behind.
0: So you're not looking at New York. You're like looking at like, uh, uh Ohio um, I'm,
7: I'm looking at upstate. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at like Rochester, Buffalo, but I mean, mainly I'm looking for a job first, you know, for sure. Huh. Um, so I'm, I'm going to get out of here real quick. I just wanted to talk real fast, but if anybody out there, I'm kind of just having a crisis about like what kind of job to look for because I've worked for so many small business tyrants down south and I'm just like fucking sick of it. And, you know, I have an English degree. I, you know, have worked in everything from, you know, film to um, office administration and stuff. And I just, like, don't know, like, even what kind of job to look for just at all with my degree in, like, a real a real actual city, you know, that's not in Florida. Because nothing in there is a real city. It's all service economy and, and whatnot. So I'm just, I'm trying to look for a job that maybe I can use my degree in. So if there's anyone out there listening you got an english degree or you know your skill set sounds similar to mine you you got suggestions or tips um i'd love to talk to you sometime um you know you can hit me up on twitter my name's um at nascar noir nascar noir like the the color black in french n-o-i-r um or i'm in the facebook group my name's ed teach on there um but if, if anyone has suggestions, I don't got like adults in my life who like were fucking any good for career advice or anything. So,
3: man, um,
0: I wish I, I don't could know, help. It would be appreciated. I wish I could help. You know, I mean, I, it's okay. I was recently looking at at well, right before I left here, left to come here, uh, I was reading about that Frito Lay strike, and I was like. Man, if you had told me that there's a Frito Lays factory, that would have been something I'd have been working my fucking ass off to get a job at. Because like, you figure it pays, you figure it pays some kind of fucking money. You know, you're making Fritos. It's gotta pay something.
1: And that's what people, that's what people eat.
0: Yeah. And then you find out that. The guy in the, the guy in the article, man, he's making $20.20 an hour. He's been there for over 20 years. He's two years away from retirement is, is, is the thing. And it's a union job. That's why they're on strike. They, they voted to go on strike, but oof, man, I just, it's crazy because you honestly should be able to get basically there should be jobs. Now, like even service jobs that are paying a decent amount of money because they don't have anybody to work for them, but they'll just rather close it, close the store at random times every day than actually pay people an amount of money that'll get them to stick around and make them loyal. I mean, I go to this Starbucks, I don't, I don't ever know if it's going to be open from day to day to day. It just sometimes it's closed, sometimes it's open. They leave the app up, and then you'll go up there and you'll 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 put in that you want to buy something from from them in the app, and you'll pay for it, and you'll fucking get there, and dining room's closed. So then you gotta go fucking yell through the drive through window, and half the time they give it to you, half the time they don't. They they don't even fucking tell you.
1: I don't. Uh, I just. Uh. <laughs> Do you think they're scared of having to like permanently pay people more? Do you think they're scared? They're that terrified of their margin going down just that little bit because that is not that does not make up that much of their business.
0: No, it and doesn't it, seem that. It doesn't seem. It seems like a f- fucking Starbucks or Kroger, right? Yeah, like the place that like made more the pandemic, yes, it's the grocery store. Yes. Yet they're fighting to get, you know, like they're closing stores so they don't have to pay four more dollars an hour in hero pay and shit. And and uh, and they're they're like they can afford to pay
1: more. Yeah.
0: But instead they would rather just close the fucking store early because the Kroger in my neighborhood used to be 24 hours. Now it closes at 10.
1: Yeah, they did that permanently to our grocery, too. Yeah, Yeah, they did that because they don't want to hire the people to work
0: the late nights anymore. Because they can't fucking find people to work. Because people are like, I ain't fucking going. I'm not making fucking $8 an hour. It just isn't going to
1: hire $10 or $12. It's it's the last time I looked because I was explaining to my daughter how you how you get through your life because money's so abstract you know when we were kids we had cash and they were like you're gonna need to learn how to make change <laughs> right yeah. and uh, kids everything is credit card and you order it now and so they don't understand it and i was explaining to my daughter what making ten dollars at the grocery store is like what that entails and that no you can't just go rent a house like we live in like our family lives in <laughs> On on ten dollars an hour, and that's and of course I mean we talked about capitalism and the economy and stuff like that, but uh, I I still think that kids have no idea and and people have no idea about what is actually happening.
0: Right, and there's money. I, I mean, yeah, they are already charging more for everything too. Oh and yeah, another thing about these these companies these kroger these mcdonald's these places that are complaining because they can't find employees because they don't want to raise the wages the other thing about it is dude they're always now going to be competing with the gig economy too and honestly i mean a job jobs at that level for that amount of money that give you the freedom to work the schedule that you want to work, are going to be more fucking desirable than the ones that are paying you fucking nothing and making you come in at you know, for whatever hours that they decide to choose for you. Yeah. It's just, they're going to have to fucking do something. It's either going to have to be... The two things me and Brad always talk about one is obviously they need to pay more money. But two, they also need to have stable scheduling at these places because
1: the they scheduling- need to treat they need to treat you like you imagined a job mm-hmm. when you were a kid and you imagined. But they
5: a- won't. They won't, though. No, job. they they absolutely will
7: Sorry, I'll I'll say my little thing real quick, but it's just, I mean, we're just seeing a huge problem of these people. They think they can just like, capitalists think they can just expand infinitely. Like nobody is every all these capitalists, they think they're entitled to your labor and to make a profit off of your labor to buy their yacht and their McMansions. But, and all these people are doing this individually, but nobody is asking like, you know, can we sustain a society with like a bajillion of these shitty chain stores. And I mean, think of how many new chains have just like begun since like the year 2005. Think of the chains in 2005 and the chains that exist now. It's just like, they want to like, they think they can infinitely expand and infinitely create new profit, but it's just like, it's just not sustainable. There's just like no way that we can have all of these fucking stores that are all funneling money to just a few people and also take care of the fucking workers. And but, it's just, I just see that that as the main problem that's getting worse and worse.
0: But and doesn't worse. it feel like they're contracting at this, like some of these, these like service industry places, places that would hire service workers. They feel like they're contracting yeah. almost because yeah. The hours have gotten shorter and shorter and shorter. And the pay, they don't have workers. Again, I think they're competing with like Uber Eats, uh, Uber, um, which by the way, Uber and Lyft can't find people to do the passenger service anymore to drive. Really? Uh-uh. They all want basically since the pandemic, they all figured out that it's less wear and tear on the inside of your car to do uber eats to just deliver the food okay and that like you might make a little bit less but that like it's so much less of a headache plus just the pandemic not wanting people in your fucking car breathing yeah right yeah so now people (laughs) moved over to uber eats And they just fucking are like, I'll just do that. Which to me is like, if I had to go back to the gig economy, that's exactly where the fuck I would go. I would just deliver food all day. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking have people making me pick them up and drive them around. I fucking used to have, I had motherfuckers on campus pick me up and have me drive them two blocks down. You get paid $4 for that. no. They pay $4 for that. And and you got what out of that? I get a cut of that $4 and they ain't get a fucking tip. And if they do tip, they'll hit the, because that's the way they set it up. They'll just hit, even if they hit the 25% button. That's a dollar. A tip of (laughs) fucking, you know, it's no fucking money. Yeah. And, And it's like, so why not just drive the fucking, why not just drive the car and deliver the shit? I would just rather do that, but there's just all these new jobs, these gig jobs that suck and fuck you over. But if they somehow, yeah, like pass the, uh, listen, I'm gonna sound so stupid here, so please don't yell at me. But uh, I'm gonna pa- They're gonna if they pass the Pro Act, and then they have to do the ABC <laughs> test on these companies and they make them actually treat people like employees. I'd be curious to see how something like that would even work, but like places like places like these McDonald's and stuff, I think they're going to head down the independent contractor route. Like, I think there's going to be fucking apps for restaurants that the, the, the manager at the restaurant can fucking hit a button and get an employee to just come in and work for that day and make like three dollars like a bad
1: signal. Yeah. Oh yeah. They would love just absolute on demand. Just you are you are if you are working for them, you are just waiting for your for your red telephone to ring. So you can spring into action. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't pick up the phone, just if you like miss a bad signal but you, a big Mac. Yeah,
6: play- yeah, yeah.
1: You put up a turn, big
7: big mac.
0: You can still even just turn <laughs> the app off, but maybe they'll be like, "Oh, cuz me and Brett did a story a couple years ago now about a barista app where people were calling themselves freelance baristas, which is <laughs> like crazy, but it was basically a system in which they could there's an app and then a coffee shops, you know, can look through candidates. Like basically you have to have like a certain amount of, uh, uh, experience and know how to make a certain amount of drinks or something like that. But they could then hire you and you could work at this place for a day, for two weeks, and then move on to the next place. It's for people that want to like kind of travel around and live that kind of, that lifestyle where you go from place to place. Like they want, they, they framed it as like this flexible nomadic way of living.
1: (laughs) Digital nomad.
0: (laughs) But.
4: (laughs)
1: But
0: and I talked to a guy that a guy that drove me to the airport once told me that uh uh sometimes he just goes to a different city if he knows people there and he just turns the lift on there and just drops people off there for a few days or, or a few weeks and and you know helps pay part of the rent for the person and then takes off. So there are like these people that do that, but I think that that the real thing is like. If the restaurants are able to have this this system where they can go in, <clears throat> request a worker, and then that worker gets the message, gets a certain amount of time to get into work, works the day, leaves, and then the business can hire them on maybe or not hire them on. But then a company would get money. So the, the company that makes the app Gets some of the hourly wage, right? Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. And Everybody. You also yeah. don't
0: take taxes out. There's <laughs> none of that bookkeeping and all that
1: shit. Cause you're on that 1099. Yeah.
0: And I think you know- that that's what's going to happen with these, with uh, service gigs. I think that's what's going to happen to, to like the service wages,
1: the service jobs. I, I, yeah, I have a real bad feeling. I feel like you just manifested that just by saying that. I feel like you put that yeah. you put that into the cosmos, man. Like you I know think people are looking to do that. Yeah. I, I I'm sure somebody's making
7: yeah, it. Yeah, they are. It's it's like a, there's a really good piece I've read recently. This is the last thing I'll say, I'm gonna hop off. and want y'all to get to other callers. But there's a good piece by Jody Dean that came out recently. She was also on the on True non a couple months ago, just talking about this idea of like neo feudalism that I found really helpful. And she has a really cool piece about uh sort of neo feudalism and stuff like ten ninety nines and gig work and how that's taking over. Um, and I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, just to kind of help if, if you're in the gig economy and kind of just have that anxiety about it and want to see things a little bit clearer, um, definitely check out Jody Dean, neo feudalism, but I'm going to dip out. I want to go. All right. Start a movie. And go have a good night. N- bit. Have a good night, um, like, sleeping. So good talking to y'all. Y'all take care. Good night.
1: Thanks. Peace. You too.
0: Yeah, I just think that that they really want to get to the point where people who work near the bottom of the ladder, what we would have considered like bottom of bottom of the chain, sort of people. I think that they want to get to the point where those people are
1: independent contractors. I really fucking Oh, agree. yeah, absolutely. If they could, they would love to. Because
0: you know how much they fucking love making people independent contractors. I mean, I'll be honest, dude. My wife works at a pretty big corporation. I've said it on a Patreon show recently, I think. But, but whatever. I'm not going to say it on this show. My wife works at a really big corporation. And one of the tricks they have for the coders and the programmers and the uh, help desk people people? is that they hire them as contractors and then when their contract is up they just hire new contractors really they don't have to like ever have the employee they just keep hiring new contractors
1: oh well that i mean i was doing temp work and that's uh, i mean i quit multiple jobs because i was like and this was a long time ago this was a long time ago this was the early oos right uh, I quit multiple jobs because I got a temp job working somewhere. And they're like, well, if you do a good job, we'll hire you on. My temp contract was o- was over. And then they're like, well, we'll renew you at the same pay rate. And I was like, you told me you'd hire me. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, not right now. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that was and warehouse. that was like back then I worked at a warehouse. I worked at Bath and Body Works Warehouse
0: as a temp and they weren't hiring none of the temps none of the no. temps were getting hired on and then they would just keep you on permanently as a temp in a way so that they can let you go as soon as they don't need you anymore
1: well you know what they want uh have you ever been to Home Depot or you've seen like Home Depot five in the morning People will go there and then if there's like a construction crew or somebody that needs people, they'll go and they'll just grab people and they'll put them on a truck and then they'll drop them back off. Yeah. They'll hire somebody. I mean, I'm sure it's illegal, but they'll do it for one day. That's what they want everybody. What they want you to do, whether it's an app or whether you have to go line up at McDonald's, they want you to make yourself available and then they can do exactly what they want for what their system says the number of burgers they're going to have to make yeah. is going to be, and they're going to multiply that out and hire exactly the people for exactly the number of hours.
0: This, yeah, they don't want employees anymore is really the key here, is that like they would rather have contractors. They would rather have, I mean, automated kiosks and shit like that. They just don't want permanent employees. You can cut a lot of labor costs even – Just from fucking being like, well, we don't have to take taxes out or anything. Yeah, you know, we just pay them. Yeah, the app can pay them. So I think that's what they want. Did you? uh Oh, hey, thank you for calling Street (laughs) Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Sorry. (laughs) Hey, is it me? It's you. Who's this? Hello. Yeah. Uh,
4: this is the Doctor Awesome. How are you, Brian? How are you, Drew?
0: What's up, man? We're we're. I think Drew's doing okay, and I'm feeling okay. How you doing, Doctor Awesome?
4: Oh, fucking terrible, mate. Uh, there's something that hasn't been in the news that affected my line of work. Okay. What and is I it? Uh, just kind of want to get it out there so the world knows about this. Okay. So um, I, I work in the mortgage title industry for a private title mortgage company. So, like, we do, like, refinance and shit like that. Okay. On Friday, a company that hosts um, all the servers for... Um, hundreds of title companies across the nation was attacked by a ransomware attack. There's only one news article you can find about this. Oh, and yeah? it's called the title report. It's not on any of the major news outlets. Okay. Um, hundreds of title companies are basically unable to do our jobs, fund loans, close loans. And uh, it's kind of fucked that's not in the news because like, could start a panic. I don't know. There's a lot of private information on this data. They don't really have any details on it. But uh, I had to work on a Sunday fucking night. Uh, that, <laughs> that
0: sucks. Are you working now?
4: Nah, nah. I just walked off, and I'm going to a
0: bar. Get get you some, get you some drink. Don't break into Brett's house what? now that he knows he's not in town.
4: Okay,
6: <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Doctor Austin.
4: Doctor Awesome knows where
0: Brett lives. He uh uh,
1: uh he's his neighbor. Oh, oh, you live around here. Oh, yeah. okay, cool, man. Well, no, near yeah, Brett's yeah, yeah. place.
0: Yeah, yeah, But I'm just letting you know, don't break into his house. I mean, if you want to break in and just take some of his food, which I doubt he has any of, that's probably fine.
4: Nah, nah, nah. He he, he hooked me up with some delicious cookies. I ain't going to do my buddy uh wrong like that. I'll keep an eye on the spot for him.
0: Hell yeah. Well, have a good night at the bar, buddy.
4: Please? Yeah, hey, hey, yeah. Oh, real quick, um, just a reminder, fun uh, for the org. Um, they're also on the social media as the Fairy Pantry product, uh, Project uh, Healthy and Get Menstruation products that so everyone needs them. Uh, event, Columbus, Ohio, August 7th, Victories Classic, uh, 543 South High
3: Street.
0: Hey, Dr. Awesome, uh, uh, Bridge Wind Soup in the chat wants to know if you're getting time and a half.
3: Um, yeah,
4: fuck if I know. I'm demanding a raise this week when I go into the office. Though
0: is it are you <laughs> salary or hourly Oh,
4: I, I mean yeah i work hourly so i'm sure it's gonna end up coming up as overtime and my company it's a private company they actually do treat us pretty well and help us out with bonuses whatever we have to deal with bullshit like that so my right, boss I, isn't too big of a small business tyrant all the time okay but like you know still a little are. bit because all small business owners are, <laughs> can be tyrannical <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
4: but uh yeah. My just boss is. Yeah, just
5: enormous. some bullshit I uh, want
4: everyone to keep, keep everyone aware of. If anyone's recently done a mortgage, like, pay attention to your private data and shit like that. Like, I don't know what all this will affect. We'll hopefully find out. But, uh, crazy fucking shit, guys.
0: Hell yeah. Well, that is wild. Well, thanks for calling in, buddy.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, have a good Yeah. Right. Thank you. Have a great war. night. See you, man.
0: All right. Well, here's the deal we can go two ways with this. I think. We have two calls left, so we could just knock it out without a break, which is fine with me, or we can take a break and come back and then just go off the air in 30 minutes. (laughs) So let's just, let's just finish it out. And then if we get jump ins, I will uh, take a break. So there's your warning. Here we go. Thank thank you for calling Street Fight. Who were we talking to tonight?
5: What's up, y'all? It's Cold James Cash.
0: What's up, Cold James Cash? How you doing?
5: <clears throat> no bitch. Yeah, I'm chilling, man. I'm I'm writing this critical race sec- theory segment for uh, Means Morning News and I, I'm glad I sat here on hold because I completed it. You know, you I've been actually it on stuck home? on the last couple of weeks. I think I told I told Sam. I was going to turn this in like two and a half weeks ago, and I've been lagging. It's one of the toughest things, toughest segments I've ever written about. It's tough. But yeah, I'm chilling right now. I'm chilling in Canada.
0: Yeah, writing TV sucks, right? Like, ugh, very hard work.
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to keep it real. Uh, sometimes I feel like like I'm stealing money. You know? like, real, like everyone's dream. This is everyone's dream, right? And I just like somehow just like lucked into this shit.
0: So you're you know? doing,
5: you're, um, you're,
0: you're talking critical race theory?
5: Well, yeah, I have a segment on it basically. And, and, you know, for, for me it's more morning news, like, um, like I, 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 try to, I try to just make it accessible, you know, because, um, you know, I asked, um, I'll ask you guys right now how many Spanish speaking, left-wing podcasters can you name fuck i don't i none <laughs> okay. I, I okay.
0: Don't, okay i don't
5: i okay. don't listen um, to political podcasts like said, yeah this this yeah this doesn't include my man jake flores okay he does not speak spanish i i am way more fluent and i am not mexican okay i am a brazilian afro-brazilian descent so i clown jake all the time you know um but yeah, like basically, like it's, there's not a lot of representation on the left, you know? No. Um, and basically, yeah, I'll put it to you guys like this, like, especially me being out of the this America the last six months. Um, I, I said this last time when I was on your show after I just got in surgery, but you don't know how like insane America is until you have to answer, like, why is Matt Gaetz still on the, you know, in Congress <laughs> on, on doing, when, you know, Yes, this is this problem this like like the fact that nobody pays a political price like people don't understand that you know so, crazy. Like, it's i like, do you know, i do wonder it, if
0: it, it, i do wonder if in other places it's kind of the same i mean once you give somebody power it's really super hard to fucking take it away from them
1: you know you remember when they caught the prime minister of england fucking a pig's head yes
0: I you remember. remember that. You
1: remember they caught Justin Trudeau in blackface, and yeah. they said, how many times have you done that? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> Several. <laughs> like, I mean, more, like, so many that he doesn't remember how many times. Yeah. So I think it's, I think that's...
0: But Matt Gates is a pedophile. I gotta say, yeah, that, like, yeah, he is. That yeah. is one of the things you should be able to like, kind of get rid of a guy
5: for. That should be an automatic. I mean, I put, I'll put you guys. I put it to you guys like this. Like, since I've been up here in Canada, yeah, you do pay a political price. Um, like Doug Ford, he said some super out of pocket shit about a uh, native MPP, quote unquote, jumping the line to get vaccinated. You know, and it was it was stupid as hell he had to pay a price for that. Um, let's say out in Alberta, uh, uh, Premier Kenny, right? He's like a super right-wing dude, right? Like, when the bodies were found, this and that and the other, like, in the United States, the idea of giving money and then saying, yo, you know, we're sorry, this is our past, and having Canada Day, which is basically like the the, the 4th of July out here, like, as a nation, people were like, you know, mourning and, and feeling, you know, a, a sort of a reckoning with the, with the dead children. My wife, my wife is a uh, First Nations member. She's Ojibwe, and so it's like, yeah, it's a, it's a collective sorry. Now, dealing with what's going on with critical race theory in the United States, there's no price to pay for any of that. You yeah. could basically deny it or say it didn't happen or do a, you know, oh, yeah, the, the Democrats are the real Nazis, things like that. <laughs> you, uh, you're right when, when you say, yeah, people with power, they're going to hold on to it. They're going to maintain it. But you do pay a political price for being a complete shithead. Yeah, um, not I, I yeah. guess the best way I can explain it is that the United States is so, like, they rely so much on slavery that the United States can't function without fucking somebody over. Whereas in other countries, yeah, they fuck, they fuck fucks over, but they at least try to take care of their own citizens. United sure. States is, 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 is money over everything, literally. Well, right, yeah.
0: Right, for sure. I mean, I think also it's just this, the brand of capitalism that we have here is especially kind of brutal. And, and like also getting the word out about how fucked over we are because you know everybody in america thinks they grew up middle class every fucking there is you you are hard fucking pressed to find somebody who will tell you they grew up poor it is nearly impossible to find somebody that told you they grew up working class no matter how tough their life was no matter how much shit They went through no matter how many meals they went without, they they still think like, well, you know, there were lean times, but you know, my mom bought me fucking nice shoes once, so we must have been middle class. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Americans like the class consciousness here is, I think, going to be really the hardest, the hardest thing, the hardest step we have to take. Is getting people to see the, I, and I have felt this since, you know, college is the, the wealth distribution and getting people to understand what wealth is and getting people to understand what income is and looking at the income distribution. I mean, people just don't know how rich Jeff Bezos is. It's incomprehensible. You know, it is. It's totally incomprehensible. Did you know that the, just don't know it.
1: The, a, the average person, the highest number that you can actually visualize without creating an abstraction is 100. Now you can imagine a hundred, a hundred golf balls, right? But when you go to imagine a thousand golf balls, you imagine a hundred golf balls times 10, you imagine stacking them up. It's abstracting. And so there's no way for people to even understand what a million, we cannot, I can't comprehend it.
0: I mean, a billion, people, people fucking don't know how much one billion is.
1: No, no.
0: any way at all. Like when you hear what a billion is, it's a thousand million. Right. That's
5: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't. I oh, know. Well, real, real quick. Um, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to uh, interrupt you, but um, I just wanted to, because I do have to go. Oh, okay. Um, sorry.
4: But I just <laughs> wanted to off. First
5: of all, so, you know, I just wanted to ask your new your co-host on the left. Um, how, did, how do how white people manage to look 14 and 63 at the same time? Oh, how do you do it? Drew. Like, I wish I could have that look, man. It's... I wish I could grow a beard. And look young and have wisdom at the same time. <laughs> you know, um, I it's... started noticing this like at the Capitol riot. Like I saw all these white dudes like that look young, but they got these gigantic beards. I'm like, yo, man, what are white people drinking?
0: I don't know I how to do it. it either, though. You know, I, I can't do it either. Like I, my beard is. If you get close and you... If you got close to me and you were standing on my left or my right, you'd be like, look at this patchy bearded ass motherfucker.
1: That's... You gotta... You gotta get yeah, it long. That's way. why... That's why you gotta go long. And it's... And it's... As soon as you start going gray, you just gotta let it bush out, man. That's the wisdom right there.
5: Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. I gotta I gotta, I gotta... I gotta go, but Peace. I'm to say big shout-out to uh, Sam Sacks Um, and of course, Luna Oi and big, enormous, huge shout out to my good friend and close confidant, Jamie Peck, for sneaking me on these podcasts like the Antifada and her show that she got with, uh, besides trap God. I have no business on these shows. I ain't got no type of knowledge, but just being a comrade, she be sneaking me on. I'll be just talking about whatever the fuck I want. She's awesome. Y'all are awesome, man. And, I'll get uh, you on. Yeah, okay. Hey, I, we'll, I just want you to know I can relate to not being able to grow no beard. We'll get you on. We'll
0: we'll get you on something too. We'll sneak you on too. And this show's for I mean, this show's made by dummies. So uh uh if you don't think you have the ability to uh, uh do it, then just know. I I mean I'm very stupid. So have a good night, buddy. Thanks, man.
5: Nah, no problem. Thanks, guys. And uh, yes. you should be seeing that segment this week, guys. Thanks. Nice.
0: Nice. Nice. But yeah, I, I think it's I think like I mean, like I've said this on the show before. But when I was a kid, when when I was when I turned like 20, 22, like I had in my mind that I came from an upper class family. <laughs> There's no upper-class families don't have above-ground pools.
6: (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it just
0: is like we're probably middle-class, but I don't like saying middle-class. I don't think the middle-class fucking exists. I don't think it's a fucking thing.
1: Well, you know what? You know what's funny is you're going to have people from around here in Columbus. You're going to have people with really nice houses who grew up and their parents had really high paying jobs. Maybe one of their parents had a super high paying job. Both of their parents make a lot of money and they're rich. They're extremely, extremely rich for living in Columbus, which has a very low cost of living. And... If anybody asked them, you know what they'd say? They'd say, I grew up middle class. We weren't
6: everybody rich. Thinks.
1: We weren't rich. Everybody thinks I grew up middle class. Like, just yeah, everybody we had, that. Well, we, ha- yeah, we had four cars, but, like, one of them my dad was fixing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's All the right. kind of shit they'll say.
0: All right, let's get this last call, and I guess I'm going to go home and watch. What am I going to watch on TV? Jeez. I don't know yet. Probably some document. I'm watching this documentary series about heists. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I got,
1: I got that promoted to me on Netflix. You know what you got to watch, Brian? Uh, I, I just watched it uh, two or three days ago. Uh, Holy Mountain. Have you ever seen this? No. Came out in 73. It's, it's this art movie, and it's It's amazing. I don't know. I don't know if you'd like it, but uh it's really on one level, it's extremely stupid, but the set designs are beautiful. Oh, it's, it's a hodorowski tri- movie? Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Tri- it's trippy as hell. And uh he's in it. He stars in it, and there's a lot of occult stuff going on. I got real into the real wacko shit over the pandemic, so I'm super into it, man. I just watched so
0: I finished the Wu-Tang Clan documentary series on Showtime. And then now I'm watching this show called Heist, which is on Netflix. And, uh, gotta tell you, I, uh, there's one on there. The second Heist. I, if you don't want to watch all of them, the second Heist, it's in two parts. They fucking get $7 million from an airport. They rob. million. They split it up. They each have about a million. The Lookout got 500 grand. They're all like really excited, but the guy that planned the heist figured out how he was going to do it by watching TV. (laughs) TV shows and shit. Yeah. He just kind of figured out like, oh, here's what they say they do on TV so let's make sure we don't leave anything behind. Well, one of his rules was don't go out and spend all the fucking money. You know, right away, because people will be like, this guy's out, you know, he's throwing around a huge amount of money and uh uh cash. Yeah. So then that hits him to the guy. This fucking dude, he's like me. I'm not even like shit talking this guy, because I'll tell you the truth. I would have been spending money like crazy too. He's going to strip clubs. He's doing blow. He's fucking wearing two twenty thousand dollar watches. He's just throwing money, <laughs> and he's just going off. And the guy plans a heist. is like, damn, he's gonna get us busted. So he hires two guys to whip his ass and tell him to stop spending the money. Okay,
1: that's the plan.
0: That's the plan. Okay, all so right. They whip his ass. He stops spending the money for like three weeks. Goes back out and starts spending the fucking money again. And I'm fucking cracking up, right? So then the guy that planned the heist is like, all right, man, well, I'm, I'm gonna hire some guys and have them kidnap him and take him to a hotel room and whip his ass and then tell him to give me, give, give me all the money in the room. So basically, like whatever the guy had on him that wasn't buried. He goes, he goes, the guys go, they kidnap him, they take all the money in the room away from him, they say, get the fuck out of town, or something bad's gonna happen to you. Uh, so the guy goes out of town for like three weeks, comes back. Just, <laughs> just
6: throwing money all over
0: the goddamn place. This guy's just spending more fucking money. They had to kidnap him a third time and beat his ass before they finally just kidnapped him the third time and they made him tell him where the money was and dig it up um. and kept the money. And uh, I was just cracking up, man. Guy gets kidnapped three times. <laughs> all right, let's get this call in here. Hey, what's up? It's Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight?
3: Uh, it's uh, at Castrati on Twitter. Riku in the chat. What's up? Uh, what's up, Castrati? Brian, I know who you are. I know you. What's yeah. up, man? I, okay, <laughs> not much. I actually... So, let me tell you a really funny story about the phrase, I know you. Okay. One time, I was with my... One time, I was with my friend, uh, and... We ended up going to Chick-fil-A, and, like, by the way, we were kids, so, like, I can't say that I did it willingly. I just was trying to be fed, and, like, that's all that was happening. So, we went there, and then my friend went to the bathroom, I was like, well, I gotta go, too, so I walked in, and I walked in on some, like, old guy poking some child in the stomach and saying, I know you, I know you, and, uh, that was one of the most, like, (laughs) harrowing moments of my life. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Golly.
0: <laughs> I, you don't want to see something like that you just don't
3: <laughs> not and especially not in the, not in like the communal bathroom like it's it's fucked
0: yeah it's I wrong. mean that was probably his dad or grandpa or something if it's happening in a communal bathroom right
3: oh oh oh, yeah You and like I think it was or like it was someone that like he knew from like whatever like town I was in at the time maybe someone who, who was known from like that But it was just always a moment that stuck out in my head, and to this day, I still think about.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, what what's going on, Castrati? Uh,
3: Not much. I pretty much uh, just called in to bitch about uh, not being able to see Limb Biscuit. That's all I really wanted to talk about.
0: Dude, dude, my buddy, my buddies from the Everything Elite podcast, Nate and Aaron Bentley, went. To uh-huh. go Aaron liked the car on Twitter and a on Twitter, they went to see limp Biscuit, and I should have fucking driven the six hours and just went to the show with them, stayed in the hotel and came home the next day. Limp Biscuit opened with purple rain Purple rain was performed by Limp Biscuit. Can you imagine how cool that
3: was? Oh.
0: I was so I, jealous. I th-
3: okay, that actually kind of, that that really burns my biscuits. I don't know how I feel about it now.
0: I, it just makes you sad that you missed them singing Purple Rain because you know it kicked ass, but yeah. you also know it sucked like really <laughs> bad. You can't imagine that the guitar, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Wes Borland can play. I do know that he can play guitar, but you just can't imagine that sounded very good at all. You know, but it's all I want to hear now. I want to hear like all these effects.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's like bow, bow, no, no. Wow, 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 wow.
0: Yeah, I would. I I'm going to see them this summer if I have to drive to fucking Brazil. I'm going to see Limp Biscuit. When I heard that, Dude. man, it's just like, why are they on? I don't want to fucking go to Lollapalooza. I don't want to fucking go to a festival. I don't want to go to a huge festival to see Limp Biscuit. I want to see them in a small place where I can feel really good about seeing Limp Biscuit. It's been so many years since I've seen them. And, uh, now that I'm like, I love Lent Biscuit. I'm just, this sucks that I'm not, uh, that I didn't, I should have gone.
3: Ryan, let me tell you. So when I tell you my situation, you're going to, you're going to start clawing your eyes out maybe because it's going to frustrate you with, with how close I am to seeing the biscuit. Okay. So, so, uh, have you seen that I do the podcast with uh, my friend, Noyan, a heavy pot of heavy cast.
0: Uh, I don't think so.
3: Okay, well, I do that with my friend. uh, We for the website Heavy Blog is Heavy, and he is in LA, and he snagged two tickets, and these tickets are like two hundred and fifty fucking dollars a piece. Really? And he he gets them. Yes, really. Like they're fucking expensive, and so he gets them. And he's like, yeah, I'll probably, you know, take my wife to it or whatever. And I'm like, OK, well, you know, if she ever is like, you know, not interested in, you know, seeing Fred Durst, you know, be be the way he is for that long of a time, like maybe I could come. And I was like, just kind of joking. And then he's like, well, uh, you know, actually, uh, my wife, you know, might not be able to make it. So if you can make it to L.A., The Airbnb, whatever, you know, however we stay there and the show is on me. I just have to get there.
0: Oh, I would have done
3: it. I would have done it. I'd have been there. I, I still have a, I still have a chance to do it. I just like, but I don't have a job right now. Like I, I've been trying to get my uh, old job back that I quit back in February and it's just been like, like left and right, like shit just fucking up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. If you don't have money, that is like a stumbling block there. I mean, I could have driven to, to Illinois because like I, I can get yeah. a discount on hotel rooms. So it's, I could have stayed outside of fucking Il- Chicago. Yeah. If I'm just driving in to see a show and driving home, I don't have to fucking stay in a magnificent mile. Or whatever, I could have fucking stayed somewhere for like thirty five dollars. Like, why in the fuck did I not go to that fucking show?
1: I got a I got a friend that went yeah, to like, that and and posted in the group chat, and it destroyed the group chat for like twelve hours. The limp biscuit? Oh yeah. yeah, she's posting videos of it, and and people are going nuts. Yeah, absolutely us just get it you, is back, baby. I I did not even know. They're bad. I didn't even know, man. I just I just subscribed the, the to new heavy album. pot is heavy, too.
0: I just described I just Oh well, yeah, heavy pot is heavy. Brian,
3: cast. I I promise whenever yes, but I promise, Brian, when I say that shit, like I'm not trying to pressure you on air into doing this stuff. Like I just I'm mentioning it because it's what I'm bitching about. But it
0: looks like something that I would be into. So it is totally but I just want to let you know, no no evil intent. Yeah. No, I I you know, I'm with you. I uh, I I have always felt like and I you know, I I I don't know how old you are. Uh how old are you? 26. So, you're still in an age where I I it took me until I was like in my late 30s to realize you could just do anything you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're, you're no. just like like i
1: i would not drive
0: i wouldn't drive 3 hours to go see bands i loved in cleveland because it was too far away
1: it just you had
0: a mental mm-hmm. block i had a mental block for anything outside columbus so my my favorite band could have been doing a show they announce a show in cleveland i ain't fucking going it's too far away they didn't announce a columbus show i don't get to see this tour which is fucking crazy <laughs> that's 3 hours it's 2 hours of Two and a half hours away. It's not even that far away. But like, I got to a point sometime, it's really uh, uh, coincides with me hanging with Brett. Is that like, he's a dude that'll just go do shit. You know, he buys tickets for concerts and then drive. He buys tickets for concerts he doesn't know if he's going to even be able to go to. Which is smart. Dude, if I had
3: a car, I would drive to this one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I for sure would. Yeah, well, I understand. Hey, I understand if you can't make it, but uh, you know, in the future when you're working, you gotta fucking do it. You just got if something like this comes up in the future when you're working, you always got to do it. You just got to do it every time.
3: I am. I'm trying my hardest to do it this time. I'm just like it. Just is like stressful. That's all I was saying. I'm just. I'm trying to get it. And I'm trying to attain the biscuit. I'm reaching for the golden biscuit in the sky and I'm trying to latch onto it with my fucking teeth.
0: They're back, That's man. It. They're just, they're back. They're they just, are back. they're a new, first I'm, of all, they got reassessed. Have you heard the new songs? There's new songs? Are they playing them live?
3: Like, like I Gold mean like Cobra? the live songs, like Wastoid and shit like that. Um the, that wasn't even on Gold Cobra. And also, go ahead, sorry.
0: The March of the Disco Elf. <laughs> <laughs> Did
5: they
3: release some of I that mean, stuff? No, they, they, I, they've released, like, so they have some stuff that was, like, bonus tracks from Gold Cobra that you could, like, get if you bought them from a dun- bunch of different, like, fucking retailers. So that's maybe some stuff you haven't heard. Uh, I don't think they, I mean, they're doing live tracks, like, Waystoid, and I think they maybe have, like, another one they haven't done. And then Endless Slaughter, have you seen that? That's a really uh, interesting lip yes. Biscuit song.
0: Yeah, I have heard that one. I have. Okay. Uh, I did I okay. had to cover it for the POD cast at some point for the Patreon. Yeah,
3: I I, I you now that, have endless well, fodder. I listened to the Gold Cobra episode.
0: Yeah. Somebody in the chat Avery said, uh can we start a GoFundMe for this caller to see the biscuit? Uh you know, hey. Who knows? But uh I mean Oh man, the closest so Norfolk, Virginia is 8 hours away. So that seems too far to go to a concert to me. Have
3: I wait. Have I prefaced have I prefaced this as like where I am? So yeah, are how you? far away LA is for me. I'm I'm in uh Indiana. Like I'm near Elkhart, Indiana.
0: Oh, you just missed them in Illinois though. That's
3: sad. I know. I saw I saw um, a couple of my friends posting about being there. Um, my friend Simon was, I think, maybe close there with his friend Will or something. But... Yeah. I and I also could have gone to have a free show in Indiana. They did have a free show in Indiana. At the, like, Festival of the Lakes or some shit. Yeah. But, like, I couldn't go because my significant other was working. And also... Now that you mention the Prince thing, she fucking hates Prince. If they had opened with that, she would have been like, this is the worst decision I've ever made on your behalf.
0: <laughs> How can you hate Prince, though? That's crazy. Which I understand. It I It is. Understand. I,
3: Prince is a beautiful, beautiful musician. Uh, he's a, a very interesting guy, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Castrati, mm-hmm. it is good to talk to you. I'm going to check your podcast out also and uh, thank uh you. i hope you make it i hope you see the biscuit this summer we all want to see them hopefully we're all going to get the chance
1: yeah man <laughs> it's
0: the dream we're right? trying yes we're all trying well have yes, a good sir. night have a good night man
3: you too you too brian drew thank you see you man yeah, you're
0: welcome see you peace
3: see ya. well uh night. Woo! Woo-hoo. i'm
0: getting off early tonight uh yeah, that's the show. We, we did it. We took all the calls. I am now going to drop. I think you drop call there. We, we are closed Ooh. for business now. We're out. Uh, uh, you know, thanks for coming in the chat and everything. Hey, you know, tell your friends to come back because, uh, um, I mean, c- tell your friends to come back. We're going to be here every single week from here on out. No more time off. Street fight's back, baby. And, uh, uh, hey, you know, come and see us in Pittsburgh, uh, September 16th. I think a Columbus show is going to get announced soon. And then, you know, uh, uh, if if you want me to say it because Brett's not here and, and he uh, uh, won't give me a dirty look, uh, we're looking at a Midwest tour where we would hit St. Louis, Chicago, Iowa City, Minneapolis, and maybe Milwaukee. So we're looking at doing that. And, uh, we're also looking at, uh, where, where the fuck else are we looking at? Uh, yes, always Sunday for the call in show. Uh, where else are we fucking looking? Just to let people know, Philadelphia, I think is going to get a show soon. Um, but yeah, we have a list of places. We Eliza Jane asked no Cleveland show. I think we're going to book a Cleveland show too. I'm not. I think, uh, now that's class. Maybe if, if we can get it set up, uh, trust me, we want to do as many shows as we possibly fucking can. I think South Bend might actually be in there too. Uh, but, uh, we, we want to do as many shows as we possibly can. We are working on booking them, booking shows right now. It's not the easiest thing in the world because everybody's trying to picking book shows. And, uh, but we will get there. We will get out there. Kansas city. Uh, if we can get there, we will be there. It just is. Like I said, it's all just depends on, it all just kind of depends on if there's open dates and if we can set stuff up. And uh I want to go to New York City more than anything, Miss Tings. But uh Orlando will be on the list. We just don't know how we're going to get there yet. We have to set <laughs> that up with the Miami show that we canceled and the uh, uh Jacksonville show we canceled. So we are working on it. And yes, we will be on the West Coast sometime, probably at the early next year. But uh everybody, we love you so much. Have a good night. Come and see us when we hit the road. Listen to the... Go on Patreon. Make your friends go on Patreon. If we hit $25,000 on Patreon, I will do this. I will hand Brett my box of embarrassing letters and let him fucking choose what we read on the air. Because I found them. I looked through some and uh, I'm not reading them.
1: So... That's Which, the show. Do you have a stretch goal past twenty five k for no. Heat O'Brien?
0: No. Oh, Oh, fifty thousand dollars. I, w- I again. I said this on Heat O'Brien Unleashed. If you guys come up with fifty thousand dollars, I will dance in front of fifty people naked.
6: <laughs> I
0: said
1: I'd do it. Fifty grand. Uh uh that's one thousand a piece. People could do that. That could happen. That's
0: what some that's what uh Simone said. She was like, mm, I don't know, buddy. I think a thousand or fifty people might be able to come up with a thousand dollars to see that. No filming. <laughs> <laughs> Just get one song, strip dance, but that's what it would take to get me naked in front of a, a group of people.
1: What would the song be?
0: I haven't figured that out <laughs> yet. Probably something very <laughs> erotic though uh yeah that's what i'm saying you you shouldn't want it but if 50 people come up with a thousand dollars and can all get to the same place i'll do it yeah that is it yeah so have a good night everybody we'll see you on wednesday with the basement show me and
6: drew spears it's week of the drews see ya